0: Hey y'all, John Moncrief here, and welcome to the Freedom Experience. This is where I share ideas, strategies, techniques that can help you to create a more valuable business that if you choose, you know, one day down the line, you can sell at a premium. And, And that's ultimately so that you can experience the freedom that you dreamt of when you set off on your entrepreneurial journey. You know, my clients want to go out of time for six weeks straight and have a company that thrives while they're away, and that doesn't give any problems. Um, And they know that to do that, they have to be working on growing the value um, and growing a healthy business, a valuable business, and, and that ultimately can lead to a higher sellability in the future. And today I want to share a common misconception about creating value. And that is, as business owners, we create increasing value of a business to generating more sales to increasing our top line revenue however most often in generating more top line revenue we actually increase what's called company specific risk and company specific risk basically means that your company may be a slightly more risky investment than a peer company in the in the same industry so if you think of uh, this sort of sic code or standard industrial code or the NAIC, North American Industry Classification Code, basically your business being compared to other businesses in the same industry um, is a little bit more riskier. And that risk sits in two places, basically your, your business risk, um, which is the internal or external issues that might affect your business. So an example there could be operational efficiency, And the other one is financial risk, uh, which could be your capital structure. So for instance, taking on a client um, that makes up 25 to 50% of your revenue could cause you major cash flow issues, um, could cause you to have to make a very big investment and put you at financial risk. And if this sounds like something that's familiar to you, well, you're not alone. Lots of owners turn to sales and marketing as a first resort. I can't tell you how many times I'm, pulled into a company to to generate more leads or to get more sales. Um, but but the thing, you know, they're thinking about just increasing value by adding more sales can actually cause problems in, it, in itself. And I, I totally relate. You know, we, when I wanted to sell my business, the first thing I did was look at driving up revenue. But honestly, as business owners, you know, how much time do we actually have to generate more sales? So if you think about the process of, um, generating those extra sales, you're either going to have to bring in people to do that work for you, or you're going to have to grow your marketing and sales team. And if the fundamentals of the business aren't sort of structurally sound, if if those operational efficiencies aren't there, you're going to run into challenges. So when you start hiring more sales and marketing people to sell more stuff, um, you basically can land up in the position where you're firing up more random acts of sales and marketing, random acts of SM. and And instead of kind of looking back at what's actually working, you're all firing, firing random campaigns and sales and marketing things. And you're just not finding the traction to start with. And, and most of us are already slammed as it is. We're putting out fires all over the business. So by kind of trying to chase this additional revenue and focusing on revenue alone, then you're basically magnifying your problems if your underlying business operations aren't sound. Um, and you could be magnifying those problems by 20, 40, 60% with this additional business that you're adding. And if that sounds familiar, I get it. Um, you know, here's what I tell business owners who who come to me. Basically focus on building value over simply increasing revenue. And when you're focusing on building and, uh, building value, you want to look at the intangible assets of your company. And those are the things don't, that don't appear on the balance sheet and are typically buried in these sort of eight areas. And I'll, I'll just go through those eight areas with you quickly. You've got the sort of planning areas, you've got your leadership team, you have sales and marketing and, and sales and marketing are two separate things. You have your people, you have your operations, you have finance, and then you have the legal aspects of the business. And inside those areas, there are intangible assets. And and an example of that, people. So you may have rock stars marching along beside you, or you may have disgruntled employees or high employee turnover. So you can see that there's two, there's quite a distinction there. Um, You may have clients who are loyal, and they have very high net promoter scores and they they refer you. Or, you're getting a referral out of a client is like pulling teeth, you know, getting a, a case study or getting a um, testimonial is like pulling teeth. So, what you wanna do is take a look inside your intangible assets and there's a huge amount of value buried in those intangible assets. And and if you're stretched very thin already with a business, um, so as i say going out and trying to look for new revenue for new sales can can sort of take you to a whole new level of frustration um and taking on new people when you aren't ready in terms of the sales and marketing folks only throws more fuel onto that fire so let me try and illustrate what i'm saying in terms of focusing on those intangible assets and focusing on the value of a business with a simple example. So we know that one way of valuing a business is using something called EBITDA, earnings before interest and in tax and amortization. So if you imagine that you have an EBITDA of $100,000, euros, pounds, whatever currency you're in, and that your industry multiple is around two times your earnings. So if you take your, your earnings or your EBITDA, and you're at $100,000, and your industry multiple is two times earnings, basically you're looking at a value of the business of around 200,000K, um, and very simplistic. Now, what most owners want to, or will go and do to increase the value is to look for another 100,000 in earnings. Um, so you're gonna go out, you're gonna add salespeople, or you're gonna do this yourself with all the other fires going on in your business, and you're gonna go and look for another hundred thousand in earnings which means probably a huge amount more in actual revenue and you're going to need new staff Um, you may need to, to ramp up your production facilities but basically you're going to have to take the business to 200k in EBITDA or in earnings multiply that by two you get 400k however where you land up now is that you now have twice the amount of production and twice the amount of product and twice the amount of people perhaps, and and services, and you're offering more services, things are getting more complicated, Um, but your multiple of two for that industry stays the same. What if we change this up? What if we keep earnings the same at 100,000, but we double up your multiple? So what does that mean? Basically, we look at doubling the quality of your business, and we look at those eight key areas that I mentioned earlier, so if we go back to what those eight key areas are, we, look at, we take a look at your planning, you take a look at your leadership, take a look at your sales, your marketing, people, operations, finance, legal. And inside there, we look for those intangible assets that are buried sort of deep in that space, which can help us take your multiple from two to four. So we still come up with the exact same um, valuation increase that we did so going from a value of 200 to 400k but we do it by chasing uh, by, by sort of working smarter and not chasing more revenue but increasing the multiple and when I work with clients we start di- by dissecting those eight areas of the business and we figure out where your weakest areas are and we start working to grow your intangible assets. So we look at systems, your marketing systems. We look at your value proposition. We look at client fulfillment. We look at your at your staff and um, at, at your team, and look at each of those t- intangible assets and figure out how we can increase the value in those intangible assets. And the trick here is that instead of so sort of running around like a headless chicken trying to chase revenue, grow your revenue, um, and do it on top of an unstable business, thereby creating that risk that I referred to earlier. So instead of, um, creating a business or creating company specific risk, um, you are increase instead increasing the value of your business, creating a healthier business and a better quality business. Um, and at the end of the day, so, you know, as you can tell, obviously while revenue is important, there is a huge amount of value that's buried deep in your intangible assets. And one of the most reliable formulas for increasing the value of uh, of a business is to increase the value of the intangible assets. So you want to move from an older, an old tired workforce, not so much in age, but in terms of energy to a more energetic committed team. Um, you, you want to look for, if you're looking at your equipment, you want to make sure that your equipment is new and, uh, and works properly and has a less of an overhead in terms of repairing it. If you look at um, your sales processes or your marketing processes, any of your processes, you want to make sure that those processes work and are reliable. Uh, you know, Investors are going to pay more, even though the revenue is the same. They're going to pay more or pay a higher multiple for the extra intangible asset value. And working on that intangible asset value you're you're basically building a healthier business, a healthier business that can deal with the growth. So you're setting yourself up for growth, you're getting yourself ready for those additional sales, and you're making sure that your systems in your business works. Um, And at the same time, you're creating a far more valuable business and a business that can essentially run without you, meaning you can step away. So when somebody comes looking at your business, they're not trying to, or they're not wanting to buy a job, they're looking to buy potential growth not the risk of earnings collapsing in the future they want a business not a problem that's held together with sort of duct tape and marketing mirrors uh, smoking mirrors marketing. Mirrors. you get the point um so they want to buy something that has room for growth that can scale that has all the right systems in place and they prepare to put a premium on buying a business where the intangible assets are valuable. So thanks very much for listening today. Uh, if there's any qu- questions, you're welcome to just uh, drop me a, a, an email that'll in the show notes. Um, and if you enjoyed what you're listening to, then uh, please subscribe, share, you know, all those good things. Um, and, and if you need any help with this, um, you can go to letsgrowyourbusinessvalue.com. That's letsgrowyourbusinessvalue.com.